Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast. I am Coach Allie. I'm here with Coach Amy today, and we are doing our last session on habits. So we spent the entire month picking a habit, working through the consistency of doing it. What do you do when you fail at doing the habit? We talked a lot about me pressing snooze last week. And this week, we are going to talk about why we even want this habit in the first place. So Coach Amy, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Okay, here's the thing. Everybody knows this, but the percent of people who actually complete a goal and and succeed at a goal is usually pretty low. In fact, people like to say within two weeks, 14 days, they just decided it's not worth it anymore. So today we want to talk about what's your reason, what it, what compels you to want to even start the goal, let alone follow through with the goal, because there's so many reasons why we don't want to finish. And once once things usually the main reason is because of your mind. That's what we like to talk about. And <laughs> your mind is very, very dedicated to keeping you comfortable and complacent. So if you start feeling some discomfort because change requires discomfort, then obviously your brain's going to start saying, hey, wait a second. Remember when you used to be able to sleep in, Allie? Remember when it used to be easier just to eat what you want? Remember how much more fun it was to stay up late at night? Your brain's going to do a good job because it, it's like your best salesman on anything, right? So to be someone who's gonna develop a new habit, you have to be willing to feel uncomfortable and experience discomfort and, and have a real strong connection to why you wanna do this because otherwise it's gonna be easy to talk yourself out of it. And it just goes against everything that your, um, your innate, your internal programming wants you to do, which is, it doesn't want you to change. It knows what it can do to keep you alive from what you've done. So if you try something new, it's like, wait a second, dude, I don't know if I can keep you alive doing this one. Waking up at five might just go ahead and kill you. So changing a habit goes against everything that's kind of evolved in all of us, that, that software programming that's like, something's not quite right. And it's wanting to have fun. Your brain wants to have fun. It wants to avoid pain. So um, if you do follow through with what you say you're gonna do, then one of the coolest results of that is you gain a deeper connection with yourself, which is self-confidence, trusting what you say you're going to do. And I love that. I love the idea that my confidence is going to go up if I do what I say I'm going to do. Um, and you're not changing a habit to feel something. You're, you have to know that you always start. This is one thing we, we talk a lot about is you always start knowing that, hey, you're already amazing. You don't have to do anything else to be amazing. You're already enough. You're already good. But the thing about change is it helps you experience some things deeper, some things on a bigger level. You feel compelled. You feel like this desire to try something more. You feel inspired and then you're going to go do it, but you're not going to do it to feel inspired and feel better about yourself. So that's something that we probably want to just make sure we uh, reiterate. Um, so you're changing a habit just because you want to. And I love that phrase, just because why are you doing that? Huh? Just because I want to, not because it's going to make me a better person or more valuable. I already am. I'm already those things, but I just want to. So you can feel anything you want, you guys, without ever doing anything else. But there's something to me about challenging myself. I love just seeing what else I'm capable of and what else I can experience while I get another day here. So I don't know. Do you have anything to add to that, Allie? Yeah, I just want to point out um, 
compelling is a really important word there because um, you as coaches too, if you're helping your athletes maybe go through this, you're going to ask them like, why do you want to do this? And you're going to get a lot of, I don't know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you told me I had to pick something or because like, I think that I have to in order to make things happen. And when your reasoning is creating an emotion that is not helpful for you, like when your reasoning is because I have to for this, this, and this reason, and you're feeling pressure or stress, most likely that is not going to actually help you carry through with the emotion. So you really need the compelling reason needs to give you an emotion that's going to fuel you to actually do it. And so helping that athlete find that, okay, you have to do it. Why do you think that you have to do it? First of all, you never have to do anything you want to, but why do you want that? And usually it comes down to like, they really want to score a certain way, or they really want to move up to the next level, or they want to achieve their goals of getting a college scholarship, or sometimes they're just looking for an emotion itself, but really getting down to the thing that excites them and that gives them that positive energy towards the goal is going to be what's helpful. And so they could give you 10 reasons and one of them could be a compelling reason for them. Only one of them could be one that's going to um, excite them to actually do it or be enough when you're like feeling like you just really don't want it that day, <laughs> be enough to change, change your mind and being like, okay, I really don't want to get out of bed. But I really do want to because I want to get up and have breakfast with my fiance, right? Mm -hmm. Like that makes me excited to get out of bed. Sometimes it does not make me excited to get out of bed because I get my exercise in, right? (laughs) Like like sometimes I'm like, oh, I have a to-do list. I want to get out of bed so I can get more done and I have a to-do list. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that feels kind of stressful, but eating breakfast with my fiance sounds amazing. And so that's going to be way more compelling for me. Yeah, that's a really good point. I also love just one other thought added to that. I love that is, um, is, is your athlete willing to feel uncomfortable to get what they're saying they want? And that I think is one of the biggest things. Are they willing to feel this, this, um, like Ali says, this just this discomfort in order to get those results, because they have to understand, all of us need to understand that anything we're going for is not just, it's not going to be fun. It's, there's times where it's just not going to, we're not going to want to do it. And that's okay. We don't have to do it. We don't have to get the goal within a certain time frame that we thought we wanted to get it. And that's totally fine. Like Ali says, you don't have to do anything. I wanted to suggest one more thing as far as the coach's side is, um, I work with a, right now with a couple athletes who both of them are saying, um, I have to do this combination. And like Ali says, we don't have to do anything. So one of the things for coaches is I always like to say, so what do you want to do? If the goal is to have a 10-0 start value and here's the list of skills that they have right now, unless you want to create a new one to get your name, name, you know, a skill named after you and create something new, go for that. But here's the list of skills that, that you can combine to be able to figure this out. Sometimes it's nice to just put it back on them and say, hey, what do you want to do? Because of course I want you to start at a 10-0 and you have a body type that seems like a flick lele is super awesome for you. And I bet it would be really easy if you wanted to do it, but you seem to not want to do it. So what do you want to do? What do you want to do that's going to get you the goal that you want? Do you want a 10-0 start value? And if you don't, let's do a 9-8 start value and do something you want to do. So you'll go for it every time. So you'll enjoy it. So you'll have the experience that you want. But put it back on the athlete is one of the things I was just going to say as far as compelling reason. They're not going to just all of a sudden feel this compelling reason because you tell them it's a good reason. 
So, <laughs> so if you want them to be self-motivated, it's easier when you say, hey, here's some options, you choose. What do you want, like Alice said, from these options? Well, it's not that we want to do this skill, it's that we want this result. We want to be able to um, have a beautiful beam routine that starts at a value that we can actually score well and maybe get on the podium and maybe reach that scholarship that we want. That's what's exciting. So that was one of the thoughts is maybe when you're having an athlete that's struggling a little bit, put it back on them, let them choose. So anything else, Allie? No, I think just to wrap up overall, a habit comes from a repetitive thought, right? And being able to recognize that and that changing a habit or creating a new habit is inevitably going to be discomfort somewhere, whether mm -hmm. it's discomfort in the moment, or if you don't do it, discomfort later because you're you know, upset or whatever you're feeling about not doing it. So there's going to be discomfort involved in just knowing that and being prepared for that and getting through that, having a compelling reason is going to be helpful. So take some of these tips. If you have not listened to the rest, I would start from the beginning and go through. There's lots of tips that'll help you continue to start a habit. If you're someone who is struggling, the urge jar, remember, it's an amazing way to keep track of um, the amount of times that you've had the urge to not do your habit, but then you continued anyways. And so continue to use these tools to create the habits that you want to stop the habits that you don't want. And I think the most important, like coach Amy said, is just knowing that you're amazing, no matter what, whether you do the habit or not, um, that's actually going to help you the most, yeah. right? If you yeah. think you have to do the habit to be amazing, then it's going to be much harder to get yourself to follow through with doing this habit. So we are going to be moving on next month to time management. So that's a super fun one. A lot of you are like, oh, I'm already amazing at that, but I promise. <laughs> and some of you have the opposite reaction, but I promise that there's going to be some fun, unique things that can help you get a lot done in a short amount of time. So coach Amy, anything to add? No. Did awesome. Thank you. You guys just yeah. use some of these things. We want you guys to feel amazing because you are. And so if you believe you're amazing, you're going to feel amazing. Keep working on that, that thought. That's a habit right there. Follow Good. us on social media. We'll be going through the same topics. You can continue to add on to your little toolbox that you're learning from us and um, go to our website and check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. We will see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.